magnificent seven-member Amazon entered the Dow Jones Industrial Average at the opening bell on Monday, taking the place of Walgreens Boots Alliance, which got the boot. Both moves are at least partially in response to a three-for-one stock split from Walmart, of all things. Or could it be that the creaky old Dow Jones Industrials, first published on May 26, 1896, is struggling to remain relevant? Good morning. This is your Financial Animal Buzz on Business for Tuesday, February 27th. 2024. My name is William Walsh. I spent my entire career, over 40 years as a financial advisor and financial planner. I earned the Chartered Life Underwriter, Certified Financial Planner, Chartered Financial Consultant, and the Accredited Estate Planner Professional designations. And now I'm living my best life, bringing listeners like you the information they need to bypass people like me. If that's you, or might be you, you're in the right place. We're glad you're here. Stocks finished mostly lower on Monday, but the sell-off wasn't too bad and came on so-so volume. Interestingly, the semiconductors were up on the session. The Dow Jones Industrial Average was off 62 points. That's just a bit less than two-tenths of a percent. It closed at 39,069. The S&P 500 was down four-tenths. That's 19 points. And it closed at 5,070. The NASDAQ composite was down one-tenth of a percent, 21 points, and closed at 15,976. The Russell 2000 had a pretty good day. The small caps were up seven-tenths of a percent and closed at 2,028. Interest rates were also higher across the board, although, again, without much Conviction, the two-year Treasury closed yielding 4.731%. That's up four basis points. The 20-year was basically flat. It closed at 4.53%. Oil was up a dollar and closed at $77.54. Gold gave up most of yesterday's gains. It was down $10.50 and closed at 2039 Bitcoin had a great day. It was up over 7% and closed at 4 p.m. Eastern Time Monday at 54,637, up $3,624. We noticed today that all of the ratings this podcast has received on Apple Podcasts are five-star reviews. How awesome is that? It makes us happy. But we'd be even happier with even more ratings and even more reviews. All of the podcast platforms are more likely to recommend the buzz on business to their listeners if there are more ratings and more 
reviews. It's one of life's great catch-22s that the best way to build an audience is to have an audience. The next best way is to harangue people. Let's build the Ministry of Truth together. It will be fun. Just five public companies reported earnings on Monday. All five missed on revenue, and three of the five missed on profits. Not a good day on the earnings front. Mixed news from the economic calendar. Building permits for January came in above expectations, but new home sales disappointed. Economists were expecting a 680,000 annualized rate. We got 661,000 instead. Still, we're probably back in that phase where bad news is good news if we ever left it. Given the higher than expected inflation numbers in recent weeks, the worry on Wall Street is of an economy that is too strong, not too weak. So what does the substitution of Amazon for Walgreens in the Dow Jones Industrial Average have to do with the stock split at Walmart? Well, the Dow has just 30 stocks in it, so if you're going to add one, one has to go. Walgreens has fallen over 60% since it was added to the Dow six years ago. The Dow itself is up almost 70% in that time. Indeed, if Walgreens had just kept up with the other 29, the Dow would be over 400 points higher than it is today. Amazon, by contrast, has been one of the fastest growing companies in the world in the last decade, and its stock has reflected that. And it is thought and this kind of makes sense, that replacing a mostly brick-and-mortar drugstore chain with the largest online retailer in the world serves to make the Dow more relevant. Maybe. But what's the the, the Walmart angle? Well, the Dow Jones Industrial Average is just that. It's an average, not an index. It was developed and popularized way back during a time before computers were even thought about. In those days, the average was published once a day after the close of trading. They just added up the prices of all the stocks in the average and divided by 30. So when one of the companies in the Dow splits its stock, the price of that stock drops, and that plays havoc with the calculation. There's always a factor included in the calculation, although the substitution of Amazon for Walgreens makes that factor less of a contortion. The S&P 500 is market-weighted. The stock price of Walmart is irrelevant. Its market cap of $472 billion or thereabouts is all that matters. So, will being added to the Dow lift Amazon's stock price? No, we're not so sure. There's only $87 billion in investor money indexed to the Dow. Compare that with almost $6 trillion, $87 billion versus $6 trillion, which is indexed 
to the S&P. And as we've seen with Walgreens, being a member of a Dow is not a guarantee of a higher stock price. And that is your Buzz on Business for Tuesday, February 27th. Please join us every morning for five minutes of the latest business, financial, economic, and stock market news. And for Financial Animal and FinancialAnimal.com, my name is William Walsh. 